What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Random Car Guys. Mike here, your host, and Keith is back again with a co my co-host. What's up? Uh, two weeks in a row, dude. It is, yeah. We're moving. Our roll. Uh, this, will go, lined up too. this will go out on Monday. Uh, so you, you're late because you've been watching qualifying. What was qualifying all about this morning? Um, well, it's the same Mercedes dominance. I mean, it wasn't really late. I still say that I text you, gave you plenty of notice. That it was sure. going to be nine ten. Said you can't take it away from me because all other sports are ruined. Yeah. You guys didn't even respond to that. He responded with a deer feeder. <laughs> so like, hey, look good. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I didn't respond to the text because I don't know anything about deer feeding or mm. things. But I, yeah, I, so I noticed I was, that it was on its side. So that's, two about, minutes that's about it. Yeah. Uh, our guest today, Sam Barnett, um, very well known in the Oklahoma City area. But for everyone listening outside of Oklahoma City, uh, first of all, Sam, welcome to the podcast. And for everyone listening, I mean, who are you? What do you do? And, and you know, what cars do you have right now? Uh, happy to be here. I uh, own Twin Peaks here in Oklahoma and Arkansas. We're actually getting ready to expand to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and Fargo, North Dakota, oh, with a couple of um, options, some joint ventures on a couple other states, one being Florida, one being Nebraska. So we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> I, uh, Florida's a cool place. It, it is. Yeah. It's, it's a cool, cool place. place. Um, this, <laughs> the lack of state income tax is, a, is definitely a draw. That's what I miss deal. about living in Texas. Yeah. Um, but cars, car-wise, right now um, I have a '93 Fox body that's uh, it's about a thousand horsepower car. I have a 2017 Shelby GT350 twin turbo that's about a thousand horsepower car. Um, I have a '67 Nova on Art Morrison chassis car, uh, 427. It's a it's a fun fun car. It's a one-off car. It's a, really what started uh, pro touring for for Novas mm -hmm. for the for the box Novas. Um, been on the cover of a couple magazines. It's a cool, cool car. I didn't build it. I had it built. I don't have that kind of vision. I know yeah, what I want. You drive it a lot. I do drive yeah. it. And I drive the piss out of it when I drive yeah. it. Um, but my pride and joy currently is a 2016 911 GT3 RS in Voodoo Blue. Um, it's the only blue of any kind in the state of Oklahoma. There's several blues you can get from Mexico Blue to Miami Blue to Riviera Blue. Um, but this is the Voodoo Blue. Uh, Porsche doesn't do, doesn't give numbers on how many they do on the paint to sample cars. Mm -hmm. uh, paint to sample car is just a car that uh, Porsche will paint a car any color you want. Um, but we think there's less than 10 in the world uh, yeah. in that color. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I chased for it's about three years to get one, um, the one I wanted. Yeah. I was after a Mexico blue one, and this one came up. It was in Manhattan. The guy I got it from has a Voodoo Blue GT2 RS. Uh, Voodoo Blue GT3, and he had the GT3 RS, decided he wanted to sell it. Uh, a month after I got it, he contacts me on Instagram and asked me <laughs> if he could buy it back. <clears throat> Made a whoopsie. Sorry. I threw the number out at him. I never heard from him again. Yeah. So well, I was like, I well, just got well, it, man. I don't want to sell it. Yeah. yeah. So. And also, you'd like, you have uh, one of your other cars is in the same color, right? Uh, well, the Nova is close. It's, yeah, it's actually it's not a it's not a Voodoo Blue. It's a it's a PPG Blue. It's okay. more like a um, if you had to compare it to one, probably like the Riviera Blue for sure. for Porsche. And it's had some that that RS has had some mild exhaust stuff done to it, right? Because it sounds like a <laughs> rocket. It sound mild. <laughs> it, well, so stock the 991.1s, which is what that car is, they're louder than any other stock vehicle. Hmm. Um, I have deleted the mufflers and added a fab speed catback system to it and it definitely livened it up oh, it, sounds so it almost good. sounds like a, an f1 car when yeah. it's 
I mean, it it revs at 9,000 RPMs. It's it's an amazing car. Yeah. I remember when we went on that uh, Jeremy's cruise the start of the year. Oh, wow. We were behind you going through the lights, and we didn't make it through the light, and you did. And then we heard you for the next, like, you, we were sat at the light, and we just keep hearing you going through the gears. Yeah, that's and like, funny. Yeah, that, yeah that, that sounds awesome. The, the PDK of those things is just, it's insane. Yeah, I mean, it's, they, Porsche does what Porsche does, and they build a car that is an amazing car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt about that. It really is a visceral experience driving yeah. a, a Porsche. In fact, that's the personalized tag that I got on the car is visceral. Yeah, we've been doing it on about 911s quite a bit lately. Really, yeah. just all Porsches. It's kind of. Well, I watched that show head to head. Have you watched that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did a McLaren 675 LT against a 911 GTDRS. The McLaren was 100 pounds lighter. The McLaren had 100 more horsepower to the ground. They dynoed yeah. it, and the Porsche still beat it around the track, which is yeah. just an insane. Doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Those numbers, I mean, you weigh less and you have more horsepower, 100 more horsepower. Yeah. And you still can't beat the P car around the track. Well, it just goes that whole argument, like the whole way that a Porsche is set up is, is like naturally kind of imbalanced, right? But they've just kind of stuck with it, stuck mm-hmm. with it, stuck with it. So it is the ultimate version of that, even though that's not, you know, the ideal thing to start with. But yeah. They haven't so changed strong. really. The, the same design's been that way for almost 50 years, it seems mm-hmm. like. Um, but why yeah, change it? Awesome. It works. Yeah, it's it's classic. It's 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 elegant. It's just it's a it's a great car. Yeah, yeah. It's probably gonna remain one of the. I'm trying to search for the words. I'm so like an idiot because I forgot the right way to put that. But it stayed so unique and so it's iconic. Yeah, iconic. I guess that's it. And so you know that's as far as the the value and always understand what they are and. Uh, you know, a lot of companies like McLaren coming out and popping out this, and everybody knows what is that brand? Like, what are they really going to be? And, mm-hmm. and how valuable are these cars really going to be long term? You don't have to question that with Porsche. No, they don't. Um, they don't take the hit. Yeah. <clears throat> the RS cars, especially, don't take the hit that um, some of McLarens and, and Ferraris and and really the, the Ferraris, the higher end Ferraris, uh, don't drop as fast, uh, like an A12 or something like that, mm-hmm. as fast as uh, the 458 or. Even the Lambros, um, if you stay up in the Invincible, they don't drop nearly as much as the the Huracans yeah. or the Gallardos. Or, mm. Yeah. But, I mean, even now, I mean, uh, I think the base on one of, on just a GT3 was around 150000 or something like that. And in a 14, you can, you're can you still going to pay one hundred and five or 110000 for one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a six-and-a-half-year-old car that's still, that's still drawing mm. 60% of its... MSRP is a it's yeah. impressive. Yeah. What, what are your even, thoughts on the GT3 Touring? Sorry. You go ahead. You I, guys I like try. G- I'm gonna make coffee. I really like the GT3 Touring. Uh, yeah. I think it's a it's it's kind of a it finds that happy medium between what my car is, which is just right off being a cup, a cup car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's his first time pouring coffee. For, you know, in between being a cup car and and just a daily driving, you know, Carrera. It's got the looks of the GT3. It's got the same engine as the GT3. Yeah. Um, I think you can get it at a six-speed. I think. Yeah. Um, but it's just a. It looks not quite as aggressive on the road, and mm-hmm. that works for people. I, I love the car. If I didn't have an RS uh, GT3 Touring, something I'd definitely be interested. In. Yeah. Of course, the Turbo S is always, always there too. Yeah. I'm, well, that new one's about forty GT3 Touring. Have your eyes on the new one. one? Would you have a new one? No, I just bought my wife a. A car that'll do the same zero to sixty time. She has, right. We got our Tesla Model X performance. Um, now, had you ever like talked shit about Tesla previously? Hey, okay, you had. Yeah, just making sure. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, mean, this is very controversial. It's an electric vehicle. Here we go. Uh, he 
fingers crossed. Yeah. You know, I, we went and test drove a Cayenne Turbo S for my wife. I really wanted to get her in, a, in that. She drove it. She really liked it. And uh, Elliot over at Exotic Motorsports posted a picture of a, that Tesla. And I was like, well, you can go look at that. She's like, sure. So we drove it. And she was giddy giddy. Um, we took it home on a Friday night for the weekend. And we woke up the next morning. And my wife, Donna, she rolled over. And, you know, it wasn't a good morning. It wasn't I love you. It wasn't a I hate you. It wasn't take <laughs> you know, the trash out. <laughs> it, was, it was like, she goes, spaceship. <laughs> And that's what she calls it. It's Donna's spaceship. So uh, I've never seen her excited about a car. You know, car guys, we get excited about every car. It oh, doesn't yeah. matter if yeah. it's ours or not. I just, oh, it's cool. You yeah, know? lucky us, for sure. And that's that's what's real big about, you know, the car group that we have, the car um, community we have in Oklahoma City is that, mm. man, they just, they just like cars. I mean, mm. I don't care if you're driving a Honda or you're driving whatever. We all just like them. And it was, it was nice to see her excited. And, and um, I was like, all right, so we'll do it. And we bought it. And. And she told me yesterday, she's had it, we bought it July 29th, and um, she told me yesterday we are getting in it. She's like, I still get excited getting in this car every time. I was like, that's awesome. And it dances, you know, the doors, the, they don't call them gullwing doors because it's a Mercedes thing. They call them Falcon doors. Yeah. And um, I cool. think the sense of humor he put or programmed oh, in the yeah. software of those, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, think you, that goes a long way. It has something people. called emissions. So what it is when you hit the blinker, it'll actually fart like a whoopee cushion. <laughs> and he calls it emissions. You know, and, the, and what's funny about that is that uh, you know, he named all the cars. As for that first one was a Model S, and then he had the yeah. Model Model Three or Model Three. Mm. I'm sorry, Model yeah Model Three. Um, he wanted to do the Model E, but mm. Ford balked at that. So then you had the Model X, and now the new ones come out Model Y. So there they are, sexy. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. A couple of weeks ago, I had a buddy say. Um, you know, you trust the autopilot? I'm like, that dude builds rockets that take people to outer space for NASA. Yeah, I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and um, you, you talk about being a convert. Uh, I started researching EV vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, when we, that weekend, that whole weekend, I just YouTubed and just Googled everything I could about it. And the maintenance on an electric vehicle is infinitesimally smaller than what it is on a combustion engine. I mean, there, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tesla gives eight-year unlimited mileage warranty on the on the battery and motors. I mean, you know, there's there's mo- electric motors. If you guys have been in any kind of chemical plant or factory, those electric motors will run day in and day out for yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's just not a lot of wear and tear. You know, once a year you take it, you get the batteries checked, make sure the fluids are good, uh, brakes and tires, and mm-hmm. it has a regenerative braking anyway. So you don't even really have to. You don't use the brakes a lot anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a cool car. It's a cool car. All the tech is you can cool. You see your facial. Like, it's neat. Yeah, it's yeah, genius. It is. It's, yeah. it's fun, and it is insanely fast. I mean, it's yeah. 5,300 pounds, and it does 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds. An SUV. It's not fair, is it? It's not fair. All-wheel yeah. drive, and you don't hear it coming. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. You can drive like an absolute wanker everywhere, and nobody cares. The police aren't getting... It's like a, you know, a Mustang drives past at 30 mile an hour, and you're like, he's doing 85. But a Tesla drives past at 100, and you're just like, oh. I didn't hear nobody even noticed. Yeah, I was back in you like know? 13. I had the opportunity uh, down in Dallas to be in a, a Tesla Model S, whatever. The, it was like whatever the, the mm-hmm. fast one was at the time. And then a new uh, 911 Turbo. So like launch control on both of them like thirty minutes apart, and I was just like, oh, electric cars like yeah, that's, that's legit ridiculous. faster. <laughs> like, it's that's ins- a, it's that's a whole different experience. Yeah, I, uh, it was my first time driving an electric vehicle. I mean, we drove it and bought it. Yeah, yeah. and um, it 
it's I mean well, it does make you smile because it's so fast you, you feel it in your eyes you feel it in your ears you feel it in your stomach and it'll pull to 100 miles an hour like that's all you it's, need it's crazy yeah. yeah I just have that thought too you know when you're buying them used since you're not all that wear and tear on all that you know you can't you can't necessarily stress it yeah, out yeah it was a 2019 so. uh, we it was um, I think 13,000 miles on it mm-hmm. stickered for 122 we got it for right at 100 yeah so I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. So while we're still on cars, like, what's the dream garage? What's the dream car? I mean, you've got to buy a lot of your dreams, but I'm, I imagine there's 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 a couple sides. cars that are that are on there that um, they're gonna be difficult to yeah. get. Uh, one of them is the Ferrari LaFerrari. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something about that car that just makes my pants tight. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why you'd spend over a million dollars on it. Oh, right yeah. now, I think you're looking at three, three yeah. plus. And they're only probably going to go up to oh, yeah, I think they made 500 cars or 499 yeah. of them. And no one really drives them outside of Power Slide Lover on Instagram. But yeah. You might see one on a, uh, not the Power Tour, but the, um, oh, what's the deal? The Gold Rush. Like a rally, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Just some dude with a lot of money just flexing hard yeah, on yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's definitely one. The uh, McLaren P1 mm-hmm. um, is a car that's always just, I mean. Another spaceship. It is another spaceship. It really is. You know, we have a buddy of ours in town that, that bought a McLaren, the F1. Um, and it is, uh, he's a good dude. He deserves a car. It's an mm-hmm. amazing car. Uh, it, Wait, an F1? No, I'm sorry. Uh, P1. Yeah, P1. Oh, I, just, I, thought, well, see, I, I was like, oh, he's talking about resin. I was like, Wait, he said F1, yeah, yeah, F1, yeah. what? No, the P1. Okay. Uh, he bought one and it's uh it's it's on a whole other level of sexy. Mm. Yeah, we were doing a podcast with him, and he was in the process of so buying five, that six car. months ago, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm chasing one. It's in, you know, we're like, oh, cool. And then yeah, it just we looked rocks it up, up. We're like, that's He's the like, one. Yeah, oh, the wheels are here first, but the car's on its way. Yeah. When you look at the car, it's a it's this type of green. It's a really pretty green, mm-hmm. um, and it you can you know a lot of cars you'll see the the orange pill or the, yeah. the, the modeling in the paint and all you see in that is you can actually see the fibers the carbon fiber under mm. the paint yeah and it's just really good. golly yeah. that car is just it's some kind of those are special cars I think because yeah. that was like the first kind of whole round of those whole hybrid supercars and that was by far the most wicked one and yeah. being rear wheel drive only too I think makes it pretty cool what was it Clarkson, Clarkson called it the Widowmaker yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely. he's like driving it around uh, around Spa in yeah. the rain that was, a, that was a really yeah he looked legitimately scared yeah yeah, I think it's it's like reviews like that that definitely kind of give it that that lure. But those real drive ones because they are sketchy. I think they kind of live yeah. on better. Yeah. yeah. But so. I do want a GT car, mm. like a, a touring car, um, and I will own either an F12 or an 812 uh, the next few years mm-hmm. um, with a, that Novatech exhaust. Oh yes, and I'm a V12 so glad you is said just. That. There's, there's nothing yeah. that compares you, to that. You can like Grand Tour though. You know, here you can blast on Dallas. Mm-hmm. I yep. mean, talk about eating up by 35. Just yeah, killing it. That sounds. They, they, the downshifts on those just sound. That I mean, matches. I know your Porsche is very good. Porsche is oh, very yeah. good, but like, I mean, that's just a different. Plus NA oh, motor. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously it's V12. It's amazing. We talking about that. The, kind of that's NA. the thing. It's the right. Tesla's yeah. 762 brake horsepower. Yes, but 762 horsepower. In a car that costs a hundred thousand hey, dollars, it does zero to sixty in two point six seconds. We could yeah. easily argue about this whole like linear engine is like such well, a better experience, so much more emotional. Like, you, also, get Porsche, like, you get in like what we did yeah. in the Porsche and like a Tesla, and you're just on it, and then you're just not on it. It is a roller coaster. There, feeling. And it is not, a roller coaster. That's, that's the only, That's what I could yeah. compare it to. Like, now, I, I never I felt I like that. I enjoy the sound of, of cars. 
you know, a lot of times I don't even have the radio See, on yeah. when I'm in, a, in one yeah. of my cars just because I just enjoy the yeah, sounds like, like I love that like the supercharger on the oh, truck that wine it's slow yeah. it's heavy it gets hot it's terrible gas mileage it's, it's the dumbest thing in the world but it's pretty cool well yeah, and your, your GT350 cool. sounds great too it does great it, you know it's 80 was it 8200 RPMs or something it's that yeah, flat something like crank. that yeah 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 um, it's uh, it's about to go the motor we we, we uh, tuned it up we put a Hellion twin turbo kit on it Lund came and tuned it for us over Deuced it. out a rod and uh, no I, I bent three rods on the way home from the dyno uh, <laughs> you got really excited so we sent it out the side down to Florida some, make some steam built yeah. the motor um, he said it will handle 1200 horsepower now um, and I could drive it 30,000 miles without a, without a refresh yeah like, that's awesome so I'm going to keep it around a thousand at the flywheel um, because I'd have to change. I have a booster pump on it, but I'd have to change. Mm. I need more fuel. Um, so we're going to keep it like that and be fun. Yeah, it's that, great that car at 95 miles an hour, if you turn the traction control off, it comes in a boost and blow the tires off. Hey, when's it going to be together? Sketchy. <laughs> when's it going to be together? Um, Dugan should be starting on it uh, either in the next four or five days. Mm. And it'll probably take him a day and a half to get it get it together. Yeah. Got a I want to Bullet, full fuel, four, full four fuel system, running full E85 uh, on a tire, bunch of stuff. So I'm not running a tire. Um, I do have. Uh, they're on. Four, it's on forge lines. Mm-hmm. Um, it has. Uh, yeah, the wheels look really good. Uh, and I'm running really Ignite, good. the Ignite 114 in that, and uh, it smells it makes good. Some steam, man. Yeah. It does make some steam. Yeah. And um, it just it's sneaky though. You know, we changed we changed the badging from GT350 yeah, to, to TT350. <laughs> TT it's a good car. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I see it like on the road. Once yeah. a good color too. You don't see them in that, like with that, with like the wheel combo that you have, that kind of like, like black with a gold kind of rim to it. And yeah. it looked, yeah, look, I remember passing it when it was on, uh, it was parked up off Memorial somewhere and I passed it. I was like, that looks different. I yeah. passed it again. I was like, oh, what's a 350? Oh no, it's a TT 350. Oh, yeah. Nice. And then I like, texted the heat. It's like, oh yeah, it's Sam's. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll sneak up on guys. I mean, there's been a couple ZL1s when we were traveling around in Mexico that, uh, pulls up next to me and don't they just think it's a GT350 GT yeah. um, and I'll let them think they just left me sitting on the on the hit and and then all they hear is yeah. I blow by them you got longer gearing in those too which is nice uh, and like the regular Mustang so you can uh, lag it out a little bit take advantage it's a, of it it's a six speed so it's first and second gear under boost are yeah. completely useless yeah but it's a lot of fun. And six yeah. is like the overdrive, isn't it? You yeah. just cruise at six. I mean, six. I mean, the thing is, on that car at 150 miles an hour, uh, allegedly at 150 miles an hour. <laughs> in Mexico. Um, in Mexico. It, it feels a little floaty. Mm. Yeah. The Porsche at 180 miles an hour, it, it feels as sturdy as it does yeah. at 30. It's insane yeah. the way they work the, the difference in aero. Wing game. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's a build two, quality in general. It's yeah. a two hundred and twenty thousand yeah. dollar car yeah. versus a you know sixty thousand dollar car, seventy thousand dollar car. Well, really, it's I mean, it's it's all about the Mustang thing, right? But I mean, it's really a thirty five thousand dollar chassis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. it is. You know, and it's almost fifteen thousand for the for the twin turbo kit. So mm-hmm. there's yeah. there's that piece of it. Mean, there's a lot of money into it, um, but. You don't build cars to no, get money out of it. You build you. cars to have fun and then sell to somebody else who's going to have fun yeah, with it. Absolutely. Yeah. So take us all the way back to, like, where does your love for cars, like, begin? My dad. Yeah. Um, I remember, so I was born in 75. I remember it was probably about six. My dad shows up with the Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am, <laughs> black with the, with the, uh, what are they called? The, the Screaming. Gold thing. Yeah. Screaming Eagle. Did they call it? That's not an Eagle. No, what was it called? Um, 
name of it. Yeah, the bird on the front the of it. The bird on the, fr- on the yeah. hood. What do, what do they call that? And um, it had the 6.6, mm. the, the 400 small block in it, and it was just the coolest thing yeah. ever, you know. My, I remember my dad had a, um, he had a, uh, a 340 Duster. It was orange. It had white vinyl interior. It, it, was, it was a cool car. Mm. Um, like a creamsicle. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, so he traded the... He traded that Trans Am in and got a, a Little Red Express, which is the coolest truck ever because it had the stacks. Yeah. Have you ever seen Little Red Express at mm-hmm. Dodge? Those are some really neat ones that have been redone. Yeah, recently. It, it, yeah. It's, a, it's a regular cab Dodge truck that had, I think, it had the 360 in it. It was a dog, probably 180 horsepower. Yeah. I mean, yeah. late 70s, early 80s, no, nobody had horsepower. Mm-hmm. And it had. Uh, the two stacks coming out and had a wood bed and yeah. it was called like a little the red express sides and, okay, stuff. Yeah. and then after that he went to a he had an 89 mustang lx uh flow masters back then flow masters were and down at youth center's this muffler shop called deer park muffler and their their um their uh, motto was no muff too tough <laughs> <laughs> Man. It was you awesome. Take that a few ways, yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, that's what got me. My dad got me into it. We, from as long as I remember, we were going. We went to NASCAR. We used to travel around and follow the World Outlaws during the summer. And you know, when I was in Houston, we we'd go. They had um, uh, Big H down there in Houston, and then we'd go from there. And then they then they using uh, Battleground Speedway, come up to Dallas to Devil's Bowl. Mm. Um, and then Lawton used to have a track, and then Oklahoma yeah. City used to have a, a real big half mile at the fairgrounds. It was a beautiful track. Yeah. And um, like everything, people start complaining, oh, the noise, the noise. Yeah. So they tore the track down um, and went to Tulsa. Tulsa had a dirt track. Um, Phoenix went to Knoxville Nationals there in Iowa, which is yeah. that's like the Super Bowl for, for World of Outlaws. Mm. And it, was, um, it was a great time. Great time. My dad and I did a lot of traveling for watching racing. and Yeah. And uh, it's it's just yeah missed that he's That's been gone awesome. a little fifteen years and he passed yeah. to cancer and yeah. Uh, yeah think about him every day in fact my daughter I have a four and a half year old she was this morning she's like she's like how come I don't have a granddad and I was like well uh, you do yeah he's watching you but I haven't met him no you haven't but he knows you you know and it's uh it was it's uh it's hard yeah. yeah you know my dad didn't get to meet my wife and he didn't get to meet my daughter and physically yeah. and um you know yeah. But, that's a like similar story in there for a lot of people it's like dad yeah dad's just a car and that loves it and it could be you know and that's the great thing about like what we do with this podcast and car guys in general is it doesn't matter what car they love right mm-hmm. it's just that's the great thing about cars it's like like you mentioned earlier you could have a honda that's like slammed and got lights and all the rest of it and cool wheels and it does crazy stuff or you could have a gt3 rs like you just have this amazing passion you just love them yeah yeah i mean you're doing a last pass that down i mean so just oh, like yeah. your dad did for you my daughter you're, yeah my daughter now she's got two two jeeps you know that she drives one of them i got from andy yeah because mm-hmm. uh they sent him an extra one for so i think he had an issue oh, with one not, of them they yeah. just drop shipped him another one then his dad was able to fix that one so he's like hey this one for sale like i'll take it yeah, yeah. and um she loves that and she knows there's rules she's you know what do we do a car she's like no touch you know, yeah. what do we do with guns? No touch. No touch you know? yeah. What do we do with daddy's bourbon? No touch. <laughs> <laughs> but she's already got um, like a little taste of speed. Oh yeah, there's a there's a butcher seat yeah. right now. She rides yeah. in that car with me more than anybody else. Yeah. Oh, like what <clears throat> car do you want to go in? She goes Porsche. She even says it right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, she, she's a she's a good kid and, and um, she yeah. just loves it. And she's like, ooh, what room? We got a room room out today. And it's funny. Chase uh, Chase Lautenbach mm-hmm. owns uh, Streetcar Takeover. He mm-hmm. um, 
made a post last night. His wife made a post last night and said that uh, their daughter, who's about to be one, she laid her head down, and they're trying to get her sleep. And Chase went to move his portion into the garage, fired it up, and um, Alyssa said that their daughter Kenley sat up and goes vroom vroom <laughs> and I was like never a bad time no it's not you know and if you can keep your kids busy doing yeah. things like that then you know it's um, uh, it keeps them from doing other things mm-hmm. yeah so you you grew up in Houston then yes so what was like Houston car scene growing up um, I mean the car scene in Houston is so growing up it was when um, all low riders on Dayton's mm-hmm. and then the little mini trucks with the airbags and the tilt beds and all that, and uh, that was that was the big car scene. And then it was obviously muscle cars are yeah. were always a thing. Yeah, um, we used to. I remember being at uh, Houston Raceway Park there when they opened it. I think I went the first with the first three years they were open. And uh, I remember watching Eddie Hill make the first five second pass. He ran a 493 yeah. under the lights, and you know the candles were lit, blowing flames like 12 feet out of the uh, off the headers, off the zoomies, and um, I was uh, I was probably 13, and it was yeah. just, it was the most amazing experience of my life. And I remember my dad went on Thursday and Friday because usually Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He went on Thursday and Friday, and then I went Saturday and Sunday. And we get there Saturday. And he's like, "It's going to be loud." I'm like, "Oh yeah, okay, okay, it's yeah. gonna be loud." You know, you're 13, you know everything. Well, it's anyway. a different kind of loud. And uh, so the alcohol cars are up there, and, and I got my earplugs in, and they're like, "Wow, they're doing their burnouts." I'm like, "Oh my god, so loud!" He's like, "Uh huh." And, he, and you hear him doing another. The other cars doing a burnout, and the pitch here, boom, boom. And I just remember turning. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. I, uh, I remember turning and looking at my dad. He's like, yeah, that's the loud cars. Yeah. And, um, man, when they fired up and did that first burnout, I, it changed my life. I'm like, I want to drive mm. fast. I mean, you feel that. And, oh, that's it's, wicked. Oh, it's, yeah. it's If you've never been to a top fuel. Yeah, have you uh, ever experienced mm-hmm. that? Man, neat. yeah. It, really you can't neat. explain it. It yeah. literally shakes the ground. It shakes the bleachers. It shakes your mm. chest. It makes like your nose tickle. You know, yeah. like, yeah, I, I had earplugs in yeah. and earmuffs over it. Yeah. And it's, uh, and if you're ever back in the pits when they're firing it up, breathe through your mouth, not your nose, because that methanol, mm. the, uh, the nitro will literally you'll be gagging your eyes are watering <laughs> yeah. snob be running down your face yeah. can't yeah. do anything about it yeah no. it's just a gas for air yeah I've been to NASCAR and I went to NASCAR at Texas um, my, they're loud yeah my golf coach uh, so my I got really cool experience my golf coach at the time uh, his sister works for Richard Childress Racing and her husband also works he's like the tech guy for a bunch of teams and he we had pit passes and first time I'd ever been and I got a pit pass I was totally spoiled um, you know met the king and sat in the sat in the boxes and all the rest of it and like I was awesome. I mean, when the race starts, you're bored out of your mind. But, like, everything else before and after was amazing, you know? And Texas is quite a boring track, I think, you know, what I mean, they, they say. The problem with NASCAR, in my opinion, NASCAR, is that it looks like a procession. Yeah. They've yeah. got the arrow down so much that it's, it's you have mm-hmm. to, your arrow is everything. Yeah. Um, and they just get up and line up and they just follow mm-hmm. each other around the track. I think, this, I think watching on TV is a lot better than it was. The stages have broken it up, mm-hmm. you know? But that's the only way where you really see the nuance of that draft and you see all the action how close they get to each other and you yeah. don't get that in person so what i was super surprised at i mean you know nascar like if you're a formula one fan you kind of shit on nascar as being oh it's just like a va or whatever it is and a pedal and that's it you know no brakes just drive around in circles yeah, doing left all day i respect it's it. probably me yeah. but what i noticed when i've sat in the box is like the engineers are analyzing the cars going through every corner and then making adjustments as they come in like the super yeah. high you know slow-mo cameras and i'm like this is, oh, they make adjustments to the chassis and yeah. everything. I mean, it's amazing how they're able to just—they just drop a 
a long socket with an extension yeah. inside yeah. the back window. Give a little, little twist. twist, and you're like, yeah, that adjusting the chassis for me to adjust my chassis. Yeah. I need a lift. I yeah. Need, yeah, yeah. I, I was amazed how many tires they had as well available. Like there's just like in the pits, there's just tires. Well, they're not limited to the amount of tires. I don't yeah. think they can use like. But uh, it didn't look like it. Like F1 is. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, there's stacks of tires. Talking about F1 this morning, and it was a uh, F1 is a. Uh, I'm excited to see what next year's going to hold with all the. The changes mm-hmm. that, the well, that got postponed. Oh, so, so yeah, so next oh, year's okay. gonna be the same as this year, which is gonna be a little bit frustrating, you know. But uh, yeah, then the following year now, because it got bumped, coronavirus bumped everything. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's all new cars. There's a 10% reduction in aero, uh, quite a few other things, but they're gonna keep kind of stepping oh, they it keep down. They keep the DRS. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think DRS will have to remain, but I do know there's some changes to it. I'm, don't know all the stuff. But it's, it's gonna be a lot like FT2, right? Like every, every car is kind of the same, like more the same, less like money spend or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. budgets have gone down. I think it's like 145 million, and it'll step down like five million over the next yeah. uh, I don't know few years. It's or crazy something like that, that watching that F1 show on uh, Netflix is like yeah. Mm-hmm. You know to have a an F1 team that's gonna cost you 200 million a year, yeah. and then he turns out and goes, if you want to have an F1 team that competes, it's gonna cost you another 200 million a year. I'm like. Oh my uh, God! Well, and that's even this cost cap stuff doesn't include driver salaries and any of that. And F one drivers are some of the highest paid for, oh, like it's for stupid anything. Money. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's wild money. But there's you know there's a lot of dirty money that gets run through Formula One story. Yeah, guy. there's so, a lot of great stories behind like the advertising that's on the cars. Yeah, because when you stop it's and just look at the advertising, you're like, like what is yeah. Dark Trace? Like that's just a made up. Okay. Yeah, anyway, it's moving on. Pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, okay, uh, we'll look I the think, other way. Well, it may be big and. Czechoslovakia. It could be anywhere, yeah. <laughs> you know? Win now. Yeah. Mission win now. Ferrari. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Marvel. Yeah, and you see, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> okay, what it Marvel. is. Like, they've sure. taken away, like, smoking alcohol advertising, so yeah. they're into it through that. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. You mentioned going, ra- going to watch races with your dad and going to see racing, and racing was kind of how you got into car stuff, right? I mean, are we racing now? Do we, I mean, do you go to the track with the cars that you have? Like, what? Legally? Are you, I mean, no, but, like, you know, track racing, going around corners, not driving yeah, down so the three-mile, four-mile um, highway that we have in so Oklahoma we City, Mexico. So we were supposed to be at Road right America. Yeah. We were supposed to be at Road America with the Porsches mm-hmm. in um, Memorial Day weekend, mm-hmm. uh, but that got canceled because of because of COVID. We ended up going to uh, Hastings, Nebraska, uh, track up there, and and it, it was fun. So the first time in the Porsche I'm on that track, uh, it's raining. Mm-hmm. So hydroplaning at 100 miles an hour in, a, no, in that car no. was... I made your butt no. pucker. Yeah. So uh, I slowed down a little bit. We had we had a really good time though. Chase and I and his dad and another another friend, couple of friends, Kelly Barry, who's our one of my partners with our construction company. Mm-hmm. Um, he showed he was there as well. And and then my Fox body I run at, down at um, Thunder Valley or it's it's ran a couple different yeah quarter mile tracks. We're uh, right now it's having an identity crisis. I don't know if I want to if I want to switch it to a couple of Pro Mod 88s or if I want to just do an F2 and we're just going to see how it goes yeah it's just keep it the way it is what's that just keep it the way it is with a big just big NA motor in it it is it's, it's, really it's, dark, a, it's a 427 it's a dart block yeah. um, you know it's got a 300 shot on it um, I'm I'm going to have to add more fuel for that too mm. and um, it ran it ran actually it only ran a 1002 but I was out the back door at 151 miles an hour so it's uh and that was only on 60% of the nitrous. So we think it'll be an 860, 870 car mm. uh, once I get it get it lined out. But I had it set up like I would when I had a big tire car, um, not on a drag radial. And um, you can see my launches. I picked the front end up, and as soon as the front end would come down, it would unsettle the rear, and I'd blow the tires mm. off. Mm. So on these drag radials, I have to set the, 
the suspension, the rear suspension, a lot, lot harder yeah. and tighter, so that it just kind of launches straight and doesn't doesn't drop and hit. And actually, Dave Comstock, he's like, I showed him the video. He slow me. He's like, oh. he goes, "This is your problem." I'm like, "Yeah, I, I know." Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, just he's, he's, he's quick with a solution. Oh, yeah, he's, got, he's got a little experience. Got a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. He's a, I remember uh, watching that dude uh, on Pink's. Yeah, way back. Years ago. Yeah, yeah I don't know what that is. He's very proud of You remember what Pink's is? I mean, was it so a TV Pink's show on MTV or something? was this dude that wore too tight a shirt. Um, and <laughs> what is his name, Rich? Or? Yeah, Rich yeah. something. So you would, it would say, okay, we need to bring a 10 second car to the track. Mm-hmm. And he'd bring a 10 second quote unquote quote, 10 second yeah. part of the track mm-hmm. and you guys are race for pink slips okay but best three out of five I think yeah and um, like speed channel okay or something yeah. Yeah, yeah but I mean all these guys are bringing or spike, like maybe well back then it was like 12 second car because right you know, yeah. now if you have that a 10 second car spot, everybody sorry. has a 10 second yeah. car yeah. everybody has a 9 second car you buy a bunch of 10 yeah, yeah. yeah. 10 to 9 yeah but, even but then you know cars. they would show up and you know they would they would make a hit to a thousand feet roll through it a 1002 you know mm. you're like oh it's a 10 second car uh-huh yeah sure i hear you off the, and so that's it was it was a gamesmanship it got him ready for street outlaws yeah yeah they had a lot of setup for that yeah. it's funny yeah. yeah i didn't even know really who any of those guys were right and then that that footage kind of resurfaces you're like oh, i remember watching that yeah and that's what happened <laughs> i remember watching it and then, fast rednecks back then i guess and then it was on something and i was like oh my god i was like i remember watching this episode and i was like you know, there's Asian or Jeff and mm-hmm. and, and uh, Chief and, and Dave Comstock. I'm just like, golly. Yeah. Just passion. Love yeah. it. A lot it of is. car guys come out of Oklahoma City for sure. And to that, like, it would suck to go too far without mentioning, like, how supportive you've been as far as, like, owning, you know, Twin Peaks and, and Streetcar Takeover and a lot. Like, you've had a lot to do with the growth of, of that organization, a huge amount of support for local car community, even through like a lot of BS that you've gotten from it, like even, mm. you know, recent, you know, news stories, this, that, and the other. So you've been probably, I think probably the single most supportive person in Oklahoma City, which is a pretty big car uh, community. So I know that's been important to you, yeah. obviously. Yeah. It makes it easy, you know, it's, it's twofold. One, I love cars. Mm. I love being around people who like cars because we share the same passion. Um, whether it's the guys that show up and donks or the low right. lows or oh, awesome. the guys that show up in a in a slam 350z you know or mm. the guys that, that's right you get shows the bike, up in the exotic bike guys come into right. yeah i mean even even the crowd tracker guys i mean those guys yeah. show, and look some of those bills are mm. nuts and those guys the way they run at the track and sometimes when i've seen them take balls yeah man yeah. i'm like it's i don't scary. know how they get on the bike with balls that big yeah, i don't do that you know i had to get rid of my crotch rocket car truck it's a while back because mm. if it said 240 on the speedometer then that, that's what I had to do it was either challenge. stopped yeah, yeah challenge <laughs> accepted challenge accepted yeah and um, took a whole lot of talking into that one yes and um, I just like I'm gonna end up splattered yeah. on a pavement somewhere but yeah. um, that, that's part of it that's one of them and the other, the other two is I mean it, it drives business to the restaurants mm-hmm. I mean if I sat here and said well I don't appreciate the business that'd be a lie yeah. I absolutely do I mean all these guys want to meet up anyway they might as well meet up here yeah, you know, right. we, we do it all out. We do a DJ on the parking lot. We do. I have uh, mobile bars outside, and we have a grill outside, so you don't have to come in and mm-hmm. order anything. You can get a five dollar burger out on the parking lot. You can't go anywhere and get a five dollar yeah. burger. Yeah, not a fresh. Mm-hmm. I mean, from scratch burger mm-hmm. like what we do. Yeah, uh, you know, beers are I think are two fifty or three bucks in the parking lot, and then. Um, it's just a it's yeah. a good time when and you we'll do it have right you thousand have people out here you have police out here too like you know you, you do it right yeah we never you, really you had an issue no like not really I mean no, I'm sure no, growing pains or whatever and you have idiots doing this stupid yeah, thing they show up once again but, yeah, but we, we have you get security that and, and yeah. you know what it's it's like anything yeah. um, 
uh, you know, you have that few people, handful of people mm-hmm. that want to act like an idiot, and and generally so, some of those, some people around them will come tell me, hey, this guy's yeah. acting like an idiot, mm-hmm. we should get him out of here. Yeah, um, but it, it's become like one of the best monthly cautious yeah, the Thursday night you know? meet. that's right because nobody you know there's some people they, if the weather's bad on on you know cars and coffee Saturday morning or if it's super early and no one wants to get out they come here you know and, it's a different crowd you know we've been we, we're the longest tenured sponsor of the coffee and cars mm-hmm. you know with John mm-hmm. John Terry yeah, and his mission, wife Samara yeah, they've been doing cars. it for I think seven or eight years and we've been involved we got involved the year after they started yeah. uh, when they were down at Texas Roadhouse and then they went to North Park Mall and now they're at Chisholm Creek and um it's just a, it's a cool deal. Again, that's just getting a bunch of people out that enjoy looking at cars and, and telling lies about how fast they are. And um, it's just fun. Yeah. And uh, we get a lot of a lot of cars down here. And you'll see them any, any given day you drive through and there'll be some somebody's fast car be in the parking lot. Well, that's a good location because we are at our racetrack right in front of the, the Kilpatrick Turnpike. And then right across the Turnpike is the famous gas station, you know, RS Fuels. RS Fuels. So it's like, it's not just Oklahoma City. There's a lot of people to know kind of about yeah. this general area. So It's pretty centric as far as where people go to go. Yeah. And pretty sweet know, back parking lot. All these parking lots in the back behind yeah. restaurants and hotels and they're, they're good spots to meet up and yeah. before everybody loads up and goes to Mexico and does exactly. outlaw shit. Yeah, and does stupid stuff. Yeah. Um, I haven't, uh, I've been, I've been really good on that. I mean, I, I did have a little, uh, that was hilarious. Race against James Goad. Was was it, oh, I thought you were about to talk about the time you got that monstrous ticket for doing like a billion oh, miles yeah. on your race car. <laughs> yeah, that's where you were going with that. Race no, I, I raced. James had, had a, a um, different car. He has a Joe ago. Gibbs blown Joe Gibbs truck that uh-huh. had nitrous on it, and um, I raced him in the RS from a dig, mm-hmm. and um, he left a little early, and I, I raced him, touched him, and passed yeah. him <laughs> in an eighth, and it was it was fun. Yeah. yeah. When you guys guys, I love James. I've been friends with James a long time before all this yeah. stuff kicked off. I actually met him here because he pulls in in a, in a blown 32 coupe mm. uh, with Javier, who was in a uh, uh, 70 Chevelle, orange 70 Chevelle with white stripes that had a ZZ502 in it. Yeah. And they pulled in, and I met him, and I was like, man, car guys. And I ended up buying my first Nova from James. Yeah. It was a 66 uh, in Marina Blue. Had a, We put a blown 383 in it, and it was fun. That's the great thing about car events and car guys. You do, you know, you, you've never met this person before, and he mm-hmm. drives in, and you're like, hey, tell me about your car. That's and now you end up buying your car from him. That's how I met Frank with Frank's custom trailers. He pulls in in a mm-hmm. slammed Lincoln, yeah. suicide door Lincoln Continental. And I was like, that car is awesome. I said, hey, I'm Sam. He's like, hey, I'm Frank. I was like, yeah. I own Twin Peaks. Like, I own Frank's trailers. Like, awesome. Let's be best friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, if you're going to sell that, I'm buying it. He's yeah. like, done. That was eight years ago. And every time I see him, he's like, took out my car. Yep. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> But no, the ticket that um, <laughs> that uh, Heath just referenced mm-hmm. was uh, Chase and I were moving. From that Facebook post, it's hilarious. I had a '64 Malibu, uh, had a '612, and a couple kits in it. And she's a pig. She's 3,700 pounds, but a lot of fun to drive. Mm-hmm. Loud and rowdy, and uh, we were moving it from my old house to the new house uh, on December 2nd of 2015. So it was 12 days before my daughter was born. My wife was already mad because when she left, we bought a house. She's like, I want to wait till after the baby until we buy a house. I'm, okay, so we bought a house anyway. And, um, <laughs> He's like a fine one. Yeah. He's good to listen. And then, and then, so she left that, that morning from the old house and then came home to the new house. So we're moving stuff and moving the car and we're heading north on Portland, um, sitting there at the light at Waterloo and 
Kevin Cox is in my truck behind me. Well, behind him was Oklahoma County Sheriff or Oklahoma County Deputy. And I didn't know. So we rolled through that intersection. I showered down, buddy. I'm mean, all the way through first. I pulled second, <laughs> pulled third about halfway, and, and Chase and I are laughing. And, and I get out of it, and um, I look in the rearview mirror way back, so red and blues. I'm like, oh, oh no. Shit. So I pull over and I shut everything off, you know, because there's a process of these these cars, you know, fuel pump, water pump, yeah. fan, everything. What, what car is this? Uh, 64 Malibu. Okay. Um, full cage, parachute. I mean, it's looks a race, like a race car. car. It's a race yeah, car. Looks like, it looks yeah. like a race car. Um, uh, yeah. So shut everything off, pull the steering wheel off, hung it up, sitting there waiting. Chase and I are like, what do you think is going to happen? I said, oh, I'm going to jail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you drive this home, please? Because yeah. I'm going to jail. Well, he couldn't at the time. His license was big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Call Frank. There. Get a trailer so down the, the, the officer walks up, and he's like, he's like, hey, man, how you doing? I said, good. He goes, this is a beautiful car. I was like, thanks. He goes, you want to come see mine? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good way to do that. So we walked back to his car. I respect personally. Yeah. And, uh, Sense of humor. I'm name dropping everybody I can every police officer you can think oh, of oh god I'm like I don't want to go to jail um, we're talking he's like how fast do you think you're going I was like I really don't know I don't have a speedometer just attack well if you had to guess I said not even 100 and he turns his head and he goes okay what do you think you're really doing <laughs> I go yeah. I really don't know probably less than 100 I'm not going to implicate myself that way Right. he goes you're doing 130 100 and, what was it 138 132 and yeah, a 55 like that, that's yeah. what it was 132 <laughs> and a 55 I'm like yeah yeah, and I, I and for some reason it just blurted it out. I was like, well, I'm glad I didn't have the bottles on. <laughs> it been, been 175, you know. And he's like, he's like, you're doing 77 miles an hour of speed limit. I was like, yeah. He's, I said, I wasn't racing. He goes, no, I know you weren't. There's a little Ford Ranger next to me in the light, and I didn't. I rolled through the intersection before I got on it. And he's like, he told me a story about about 10 years before he became a cop. He got busted street racing and they impounded his car and they, they, they fucked it up mm-hmm. and he goes uh, I don't want to see him do that to your car I was like I don't either Yeah. yeah. so it's my first like you big know, whoopsie yeah well no it was my first that that, that, that cranking clinking or the, the crack in the armor or whatever kind of opened uh, up I was yeah. like maybe I'm not going to jail mm. right and uh, he goes I'm trying to figure out how to write this ticket for you uh, he goes good thing it happened in county not city because city would just straight to jail Mm-hmm. Um, so he wrote it for 95 and a 55. And I, it was a $411.50 ticket. And then I had to take a, a 200 and something dollar uh, course over at OSU to over there. The, the, the defensive driving class or something. Really, my big speeding ticket was so more expensive than yours. Really? Uh, yeah. How about that? Okay. Well, that, that's, I've not heard this story. Let's, let's dive into that. Uh, a little fuzzy. It was uh, 75, and I think I was doing like 115 and a 65 on like a Sunday morning, like 745, and it ended up being a $600 and dollar ticket. Yeah. Where I got, it was like in Richardson, uh, which I was like particularly like uh, screwed up. Do not go through the walls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. I was like that, late to the airport. Where that cop tell me? He's like, well, I appreciate you not running. I'm like, you can hear that. You think the Porsche is loud. Mm. The car's insanely loud. And um, I was like, man, this car goes fast, straight, doesn't turn for shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you hear me for miles. So we get back up there, and I was like, he's like, well, you think, what's wrong with your buddy? I was like, oh, he's good. I said, he's got a suspended license. Why don't you tell him that, that he's got a warrant for his arrest? He's like, he's like, all right. So he walks up, he goes, hey. Awesome. He goes, you chase Lautenbach? And he's like, he's like, yes, sir. Yeah, you can see it look on his face. He's like, um, there's a warrant out for your arrest. He's like, no, 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 not me. <laughs> that's awesome. And, uh, that's good. I appreciate so that. So then he goes, 
And he wrote, oh, so he did write me a ticket and then he wrote me. The only thing he wrote on the car was a modified exhaust mm-hmm. is a warning. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, how far do you got to go? I said, I got to turn up here and go about four miles. He goes straight there. Yes, sir. Yeah. Went and parked it. And it was, yeah. uh, it was, it was cool. He was, he was a nice guy. It's good. I mean, yeah. So that's a cool cop for sure. Yeah. Cause he very easily could have. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot one part. My, my wife drives by with my mom. Oh, oh perfect. <laughs> like yeah. at like five miles an hour. <laughs> Giving you the death stare. And, uh, he's like, that's your wife. I said, yeah. He goes, you think she'd bail you out of jail? I go, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> she would yeah. not come get me. It's uh, good to survive that with a pregnant wife. Yeah. 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 It could have been, you know, cause eight and a half months life. pregnant, man. Baby was born 12 days later. Uh, you guys have some some street racing experience against each other, right? I mean, before we start recording, you guys were telling some some stories or starting to. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Well, I mean, he had a Gen Five Viper. Okay, so he has a Gen Five. I won. Okay, that's six hundred plus. Yeah. And I'm in a NA, but a lot of FBO full bolt on. Yeah. Mustang, right? E85. It's fastish. Yeah. Fast-ish. I mean, I can drive. So I had the right gear. He had the wrong gear. And then so I jumped out on him, and then everybody's like, oh, he's got like 200 horsepower less. He's going to beat him. And then, like, Sam finally got the right gear. So the only reason it was even, like, close to a race is Granted, just because I just got the car the, the night gear. before. Yeah. For a minute, I thought my car was faster than it was. Yeah. And I knew it wasn't, but I was going to let, like, I let that sink in. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. And then you came around me, and then that was fine. Game I should right have been right. in second gear, and I was in third. Those Vipers have really tall gears, so... The reason that the way Viper was able to get their zero to sixty down so much is that first gear goes sixty two miles an hour. Yeah, interesting. He wouldn't race me when I would turn the nitrous on though, because that so right. Mm. Well, so, yeah. so, so I it, would not, off, it wouldn't have been. That. I started off in third gear, not okay. second. Should have been in third gear, or should have been in second gear. So on the hit, he takes off and just starts walking away. I'm like, golly! Yeah. And then when the RPM start getting up to the power curve, the Viper just starts. There you go. What by? Yeah. Yeah. It's some of those Vipers. I mean, you mentioned the streetcar takeover we had recently and some of the 1320 stuff we've had up here. Like the guy, Ta- Calvo, is it? Brings up some of the crazy Vipers. Yeah. I mean, I they're nuts, the right? Viper, man. I just love them the way they are yeah. in A. Like sequential um, gearbox, like just Well, they just figured power. out the power because you got the, the Vipers platform. Just gajillions of horsepower. That's big V10, uh, plenty of room for the turbos. Over yeah. 500 cubic inches. Of yeah. A lot of, it's just, I mean, it's set up to be a supercar. I mean, it's efficient. Yeah. And then it's the electronics. So it's Motec. It's... Uh, you know, we'll, we'll have uh, uh, Colin mm-hmm. on in engineering at some point to like talk about that because we're just That's waiting on him to finish stuff. doing McLaren stuff. Yeah, we make those so But yeah, it's all it's a completely 100 percent of the traction yeah. control and the engine management. I mean, they're, and all they're that. getting 2,000 plus horsepower That's to the ground crazy, on those cars. Um, yeah, and they're making it work. Mm. Um, and you know, Buddy Vars here has, has a Calvo build um, cam and heads and. Do you do crank too? I think it's just cam and heads and pistons. Well, it's down for the count right now. But oh yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't touch on this earlier. What was your first car? <laughs> so my first car was an '88 two door Cavalier, um, because my dad knew that I had a heavy foot and he wanted to get me a little four cylinder that wouldn't go fast. Yeah. And at the time, I wanted an S10 truck because they were like cool things. You know, everybody yeah. had friends that had an S10. He's like, no. I go, why? He goes, because you'll throw some of your silly friends out of the back of it. And I was like, ah, yeah. I can't argue that point. <laughs> Yeah, mini trucking was in. <clears throat> so that was the first car. The second was a 1980 Chevrolet Stepside truck that had a 327 in it uh, and a turbo 350 transmission, and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, a little burnout machine. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, then after that, I went to a three-quarter ton Dodge with a V10, which is the first year they put V10s in those. Mm-hmm. Like the truck, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. There was a guy in high school had one of those. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. 
So I think one of the things that we've, we've kind of touched on in, in this podcast in the past, and, and it's just like car guys are awesome, but also it comes with like, you know, like being successful at business or having a passion around cars or, you know, like some people have said in the past, like the only reason that they want, that it was Brett, talk, Brett yeah. Boone talking about his McLaren. He's like, that has been my goal to work my ass off to get this car. Mm-hmm. Businesses, you know, business and cars kind of go together. Um, we can touch on this if you want, but how, you know, you mentioned you have your own of Twin Peaks, you have a construction company, you're very entrepreneurial, um, you know, what is that like and, and how it, I assume cars is the same for most car guys, it's a motivator for you. Yeah, for so for hobbies, you have to have a job that you enjoy in order to pay for your hobbies. Cars are a hobby. So uh, if you want this car or that car, <clears throat> what's it going to take to get there? Well, it takes me working you know, I've opened 33 restaurants in my career. Mm. Um, I currently own four. Uh, we're about to double in size in the next two years. Um, so those are things that, that you realize that you have to do. You get up, you, you answer the phone, you, you do all the things that you have to do mm-hmm. in order to buy what you want to buy. You know, um, buying my wife that Tesla, seeing her excited about a car, that's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it's a $100,000 car. They're, it's not easy to buy a $100,000 car. You know, I mean, if you don't pay cash for it, then you're you're financing it. You're looking for, you know, what kind of interest rate do I get? And even at three or four percent on a hundred thousand dollars, a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> I think uh, you know Brett and those guys in Reza and Andy, they they um, they do a lot of, of goal setting, um, and I do as well. And those goals, they have to be attainable goals, mm-hmm. um, so that. It, so that you feel some success when you get there. Yeah. You know, if I do this, I should be here. And if I'm there, then I'm going to buy this or I'm going to get this or, or whatever it is, um, whether it's, you know, bourbons or guns or mm-hmm. cars or yeah. houses or land or whatever it is that, you know, that blows your skirt up. And um, for me, it's it, it's all of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, uh, I, you know, I, I love guns I shoot long distance um, I, I hand load um, rounds um, I mean I'm I'm carrying right now I mean mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody in the city's ever seen me when I'm not carrying yeah um, but it's just it's one of those things that you you know it's like insurance if you need it don't have it you're screwed right. so. yeah, absolutely. but um, I think you know buckling down and, and figuring out what you want to do and how you're going to do it is the is the key to mm-hmm. to being successful is the key to to, to reaching the goals that you want, you know the, yeah. the Porsche for me was uh, is definitely gold. There's a couple other cars that either the F12 or 812 is, is next, um, but you know there's some things that have to happen before that can before that can happen. Can I afford to do it right now? Yeah, probably. Mm. But would it be smart? Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, if there's we, we don't know we don't know how things are going to go with the with COVID or the election or mm-hmm. or anything else. So we kind of have to you, know, you bide your time and, and make the right decision based on a lot of ancillary uh, yeah. factors. That's so you get to keep doing it. Exactly, right. yeah. How'd you get in the restaurant business? Um, <clears throat> I waited tables at Chili's in college. <laughs> and I uh, had a buddy of mine, I had a bar and, and needed some money. I loaned him some money. And, and I said, well, I loan you some money, but I want to be able to come work it with you. And he's like, sure. So we did and made a little money on it and yeah. um, decided that's what I want to do. And got into management down at Landry's down in Kima, which is southeast yeah. part of Houston near Galveston. And, um, Kind of went from there, and I've lived in eight different states since then, and 
I was real young when I got promoted to multi-unit. Because I was global, I would move anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I went to Phoenix, <clears throat> from Phoenix to Memphis, Memphis down to uh, South Haven, Mississippi. From there, I went to uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, then to Fargo, North Dakota, then Fort Wayne, Indiana, and now Oklahoma City. Yeah. So I uh, lived everywhere. Do you ha- kind of set your roots here? Are you staying here? Yeah, been yeah. here um, uh, in November. will be 10 years I've been here. And um, I, I like it. I've lived in big cities. I've lived, lived everywhere. Um, and, you know, this is, as far as a, <clears throat> it has a small town feel. Um, and a lot of people know everybody. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's comfortable. It's, it's safe. I mean, it gets a little hot in the summer, not like Phoenix. It gets a little cold in the winter, mm-hmm. not like Fargo. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, you got the perspective of the extremes. The climate, yeah. the climate is temperate as far as I'm concerned. There's yeah. four seasons and you can see the leaves change and all that. And people are nice and you can do stuff outside almost year round. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. That's well. I mean, and, and, the car culture is great. And geographically located, it's center of the United States. Yeah. yeah. You know, I have friends that live all over. My business partner lives in Arkansas. It's beautiful out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm happy here. Yeah. One thing I wish we had here was just better driving roads. Yeah, they're getting better. <clears throat> um, turnpike's great. Are you talking about turns? I'm talking about, yeah, actual, oh, like, turns, like, drive, like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, not really. Yeah. W- Western's about the only place that has a little twisty. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, Sooner Road down, like, southeast Oklahoma City. Hmm. It's got a pretty sweet little yeah. sweeper. But, I mean, you curves. go to um, drive the pig trail out in uh, Arkansas, mm. and it's really motorcycles, but it's yeah. just winding mm. all through the trees and up and down hills, yeah. and it's a... It's a great That's drive. That's punishing, though, because there's a lot of hills, a lot up and down with the turns. Yeah. Like, the drive to Eureka Springs is just, just kind of scary. That's the yeah. thing with a road trip from here is, like, you've got to drive, like, three and a half, four hours down to, like, Broken Bow area. I mean... Man, I've really it, enjoyed But it's totally trips. worth it when you take that yeah. Porsche out there, right? You, like, endure it for three and a half hours down the highway, you know, and then when the you get there... The thing is, though, that cart, cruise control... It's good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The air conditioner, I mean, it blows... You can uh-huh. hang meat in that car. And you know it has the carbon buckets in it, so they're fixed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it uh, it rides great on the highway, and it just cruises right along. Yeah. I mean, you get a little bit of drone because of the the exhaust, but I haven't yeah. had any problems. I love, I love. I mean, and we we've been on cruises, the three of us together, and yeah. and um, it's rowdy and fast, and but it still mm. it goes. Yeah, yeah, one of the best all rounders. I mean, yeah, yeah, by far. I think. Well, what are we trying to do around these things up? Five car garage. Yeah, for sure. I'm interested to hear this. Yeah, got, this isn't dream garage. This is like just it. This is just my it. unlimited value five cars. Yeah, um, the Ferrari La Ferrari, mm-hmm. uh, the P1, mm-hmm. um, my Porsche. So I have one already. Mm-hmm. Um, That's cool. That's cool to say. Right now, I think the um, that 812 super fast would be just a incredible car. Mm-hmm. And the fifth car, <clears throat> you, you need something to get in the mud. <laughs> you should be all supercars. Yeah, yeah. I do what you want. Yeah, or hypercars there. <laughs> um, you know, it'd be cool as a as one of those um, shurkas. What's that? 
set you would, say, you would say that. Is it that, like that swamp thing all yeah, around? Yeah, yeah the massive giant. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like that, is it a yeah. Russian for, thing? Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. They're not that expensive. It floats, all the rest of it. I mean, I yeah. say it's not that expensive. Relatively speaking. speaking. everything else that I put yeah, in the garage. Yeah, yeah. Park one next to your underground that's, bunker. That's your the family car. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I've almost bought a 6x6, a five-ton military vehicle a handful of times I saw a H1 pass me the other day and the guy was like holding ass <laughs> like you got like a mile to the nearest yeah, stop like you need to press brake now with no doors on it and I was like okay cool is that everything that, that, yeah. that to me is cool seeing one of those but I mean but I still it'd be hard not to put a, a Koenigsegg in there um, yeah, just, just because of the power sure. yeah uh, I love the Paganis, the beauty, the beauty of them, mm-hmm. but I'm, I haven't heard a lot of good things about... It's artwork, isn't it? Yeah, I haven't heard a lot of good things about the way they drive. Or mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you never see anybody talk about that. You never no. really see anybody mm-hmm. take one on a cruise. Mm-hmm. It's not really... Yeah. Just but a Koenigsegg, that, they're, that the next one's to do 300 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, same thing with the Bugatti. I'm, I'm just... I like the Bugattis, but I wouldn't say that that's a car that I'd put... Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the Chiron. Yeah. yeah, I've never been super into those either. I'm much yeah. more like a Koenigsegg just because it's insane. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, for everyone listening, how can they kind of, I guess, follow you on Instagram or, I mean, the meet if you don't, not from Oklahoma City, pointless you listening to this. But So our, our Facebook pages for mm-hmm. <clears throat> Twin Peaks or Twin Peaks North Oklahoma City and Twin Peaks West Oklahoma City. Uh, my Instagram, I think, is um, sambarnett.okc. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've... I put up some political stuff just because I like stirring the pot. Because why not? Why not? Yeah. I <laughs> mean, else there, is. there's yeah, that I meme love. that says um, you're offended and I'm not, and that's why I'm happier than you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just I don't get offended and yeah. I don't feel shame. So it is what it is. Yeah. My mom got here. Yeah, um, it's an axe runner. But yeah, we uh, so the third Thursday of each month we do the Thursday night mega meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's the seventeenth of September. If you go to KFOR, they 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 gave us a good write up about, <laughs> about it. Apparently, uh, we should all be dead by now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a super spreader event. Yeah, um, we had uh, <laughs> we. We had probably a thousand people here, and I mean we're all outside. But that's all, usual. All my, that's normal. All my staff was wearing people. masks like hey, they're supposed you know, to. Science says hmm. outside, it's no corona. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's what science says. And be gone thing. after, There's actual be gone after the election. Too. Yeah, so it's, outside you're good. Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing after you you know you walk into the restaurant as soon as you uh, as soon as you put your mm. you just take a drink of water you don't need your mask anymore because Corona takes Makes a break it. while you're eating. Right, of amount of sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we. Uh, we have that. We have that going. Then we do. We do just different events. So you can follow our Instagram pages or our, yeah. our Facebook pages. And but yeah, Twin Peaks. We uh, we are. I mean, we're locally owned. Mm-hmm. And um, and there's there's not another restaurant owner that I know of that is involved in the car scene like I am. I agree. Uh, the Mega Meat was something that's been going on for a lot of years. Um, and it used to get. 12, 15, 20 cars on a big night. Mm. Um, and now we'll see four or 500 cars and over a thousand people. That's once a month. So yeah. it's not like, it's not a one-off thing. No. The only thing bigger than what we do is cars and coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as number of cars. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, I mean, I, when my dad came to town, we came straight up here. Mm-hmm. He'd been, you know, he flew in on Wednesday. We came up on Thursday and he's just like, I've never seen like this. It, I mean, he explained it. He's like, this is like a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, it I is. Mean, just like the, because it's a night scene and there's so much variety. The DJ. And like, yeah, he's just like, this is awesome. That's the payoff for like the efforts you put into it. And it's like, yeah. people will come to a restaurant like this for obviously, you know, the environment, the ambiance. Then there's the food, but like people come here for Sam too, and I think yeah. that's yeah. that's a that's yeah, a reflection we're, we're of what we're doing. Yeah, we're 98% Scratch Kitchen, and I'm at the Mega Meats. I'm outside yeah. walking yeah. around, you know, standing behind all of it. 
Causal yeah. is here. One Shaking of the babies here. and kissing hands. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Whatever you call it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, mate, really, really appreciate your time. Thanks for sharing some stories. And, you know, I think uh, hopefully when the little daughter gets a little older, I'm sure you'd have some more spare time to go racing. Oh, yeah. I'm down. So, awesome. so sorry for future boyfriends, too. <laughs> I didn't live up to any of that. Well, yeah. You know, because I love animals more than I love most people. And I have dead animals hanging on my wall. So if he thinks I won't shoot him, I, I didn't have a problem shooting those animals. So I sure won't have a problem shooting him. Yeah. Exactly. Good. Well, and this will be out there for him. So yeah, it's a great go. way to close. That's right. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I appreciate well, thank it. Thank you guys. It's been awesome. Better. Thanks for listening, guys. We will catch you next episode. Cheers.